Big announcement today on a groundbreaking that took place to make a state-of-the-art cargo facility at Pittsburgh International Airport. And people say, wait a second, cargo facility? I thought that was just a place with a terminal where we fly in and out and we get our bags and we get uh, to where we need to go when we get back home and go get our car and we're, and we're back to the suburbs. Well, there's a lot that goes on at Pittsburgh International that is more than just passenger traffic. And joining us right now to talk about that big announcement and the changes that are taking place because of the ground Breaking today is Brian Dietz, Senior Vice President at the airport. Brian, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it, and congratulations. Thank you. Yes, it's an exciting day for a new part of the Pittsburgh economy, and, and happy to be here today to talk a little bit about that. How long did you have to practice with that shiny shovel to take and throw dirt when you do a groundbreaking? Did, was that something you worked on all weekend long to be ready for this day, or is that something that you've done enough times that you don't need to practice? <laughs> All that gardening work at home really there prepared you us for this moment, uh, there you go. to say the least. So, but we were we were ready and excited for something that has been uh, an investment for us for a number of years, which is building Pittsburgh as an international cargo logistics center. So we've been re ready for this moment, a lot of workouts with that shovel to get to this point. No question. 77,000 square feet is what you're talking about for this new particular facility. Why was it important to put in a facility that large right now? And what will that new space be used for? It's a great question. And the reason we're building this facility is because cargo is a growing part of our business here at the airport. As you mentioned, a lot else happens here at the airport from passenger operations to private aviation and the military. And cargo is one of those that oftentimes happens at night. And for us, this is about getting goods and products uh, to consumers faster. And it also means for us as a region, jobs, especially all the jobs that support what happens with air cargo. This is going to be a part of the ecosystem here in the region from everything from trucking companies to logistic companies that's going to help make sure that the goods and services you order from online or from stores gets to you fast, easy, and reliably. And that's what we're a part of here is making sure that the supply chain is more reliable and faster. And all that's coming through Pittsburgh International Airport. When you say Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh International, you're referring to flights that go from here to London or to Paris or other international places. What about for cargo? Will this be used internationally so that they don't have to stop at a Port of Angeles or they don't have to stop in New York or they don't have to stop in Norfolk before getting here? Can they fly direct to Pittsburgh eventually? That is the plan, and that's what we saw during the pandemic, was we had nonstop flights arriving from parts of Asia and, and manufacturing centers throughout the world to come into Pittsburgh with our location halfway between Chicago and New York that could get to distribution centers all throughout not just the United States, but parts of North America faster, easier, and more reliably. And that's what we're, this building is going to help enable is for Pittsburgh to play a long-term role in that service offering for the logistics center. And for us in this region, this is a new part of the Pittsburgh economy. It's not just something going in the belly of an airplane that has passengers on top. These are aircraft that are dedicated solely for cargo. That is something that we've never had as a region before, but is now a part of our business here at the airport. Brian Dietz joining us, Senior Vice President, talking about the groundbreaking that took place for a cargo facility at Pittsburgh International. We have seen, Brian, for many years, the military use the area out around the airport for huge cargo planes as well. Is there anything that you can learn from them that they can learn from you when it comes to handling of these large payloads? 
I think one of the things that we do really well in this region, but here at this airport, is the ecosystem of cargo we learn from each other. And we constantly are looking at what we're doing as a business to making sure that at the end of the day, this is business that we're competing with globally and nationally that could go to other airports. As you mentioned, it could go to Los Angeles. It could go to Chicago. It could go to Columbus or Indianapolis. So we are constantly looking at our partners and what best practices they may have in areas that could align or could be a parallel um, skill set to air cargo to making sure that we can compete as a region for that business. So we're always learning from our military partners. We're le learning from a lot of the service providers and ground handlers that are here at our airport to making sure that we can take all of that and bring it together so that we are a fast, easy, and efficient airport that we hope other regions cannot match because of our can-do attitude here at the airport and with our partners. There's been $24 million at least given to the airport in grants to help pay for this. The rest of the funding comes from where? So a lot of the other funding comes from a variety of sources, and that's one of the things we do as an airport is we make sure we're diversifying our revenue sources to be able to enable projects like this. Um, but that comes from a lot of our, our fees that we have here at the airport, a lot of the ground leases that we have, and we pull all that together to make sure that we can reinvest that to translate into jobs and new parts of the business that allow us to keep diversifying as an airport and as a region. So how long will it take to build something that is as big as 77,000 square feet at the airport? When will this be ready? We are looking to have this ready to schedule to open in 2024, so not too far away, but we got uh, a lot of work to be done um, to, to having this be enabled. And once it is open, we are estimating that this will generate around $229 million of economic impact for the region because of all the jobs that go into not only constructing it, but all the jobs that are supported when you're bringing in international air freight that's going to go to distribution centers all across this country. Um, we're excited for what that's going to mean in 2024 when we turn the lights on officially. I'm not sure we can really understand how big 77,000 square feet is. Is, is, there a, is there a sort of a word picture that you can paint for us to give us an idea how big that is? Well, it's, it's not as big as many of the sports stadiums that folks go into, um, but one of the things that we're looking at, that, that we, the way we describe it, is we do not want cargo to spend a whole lot of time on, on our airport property. Uh, we like it to go through as fast and as easy as possible. Um, so you can, you can really imagine this as a, as a, a standard uh, warehouse size that you may see along the parkway um, when you're coming to the airport, um, but it's not as massive as some of the ones that are going to be holding goods and services for, for some period of, of time or for an extended period of time. Our goal is for this building to be designed that goods go through as fast as possible, meet trucks on the other side, and they're heading to their final distribution point so that consumers can get their goods faster and easier. And companies in this country that are doing logistic services can save a little bit of money by us helping to redefine what it means for, for cargo to move through the U.S. marketplace. Brian, thank you so much for spending some time with us and helping us to understand about the expansion and what's going into it and why it matters to all of us here in western Pennsylvania. Congratulations. And now I'd say work on a, maybe a little smaller shovel at home. You don't need one of those great big ones. I mean, something that you could plant pansies with, that'd be a good one to work into the fall in the garden right now. I think that's probably not a bad idea. That's some, that's some great advice, but we'll maybe keep this shovel ready for the next building that we hope this uh, project helps enable. Something tells me there will be more out there for sure. Brian, thanks for being here on KDKA. Thanks, Rick. Have a great day. Yeah, when you're